Aloha, beautiful women. Rise, priestess, rise, and welcome. Welcome to the Temple Podcast. I'm Kasha. I'm here to facilitate the conversations that we're all bursting to share. And I'm here to hold that space for everybody who's going through this big awakening as a woman in this world. This is the place where priestesses come to priestess and the sisterhood is absolute. I welcome all conversations of magic, divinity, sacred feminine, goddess work, priestess work, just embodiment of motherhood, maidenhood, cronehood. This is that place where we go to the temple and we sit together and we speak, we hold, we cry, we release, we laugh. attunement is for you. Thank you for joining us. Let's begin. women and welcome to another episode of the temple podcast hi i'm your host cash diana so happy to be by myself today actually <laughs> i always start by saying i'm so thrilled i'm so delighted to have xyz sister 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 on the show and today i'm just really happy to share my story and where i'm at it's you know one of my girlfriends uh, documented her pregnancy through her diary you might know her, Victoria, from the Noble Mother podcast. And oh, just such a delight to be able to look back on that and have it as an entry. And it's just so lovely. It's just so lovely. So today's going to be a bit of a diary entry. And I'm really looking forward to sharing that all with you. Mm-hmm. So for those of you, excuse me, who don't know me, I will give you a little bio of who I am, what I do, why I'm here, what's going on in my life. And um, I would also really love to share with you <sighs> some special things that are on my heart. So uh, before we get into that, I do have an epic workshop coming up on May 27th going to be in person with my really good friend, Dr. Cheryl. She's going to be on the podcast soon. I think the next episode, and we're going to talk a lot about the mind body connection and and what it's all about. And I would really love for you guys to come to this. It's going to be just the ultimate women's wellness workshop. There's just nothing like it. You know, a chiropractor and a women's health specialist. We're just going to, we're going to go deep. We're going to align align everything and make things make sense again (laughs) I'm really excited so that's May 27th it's from 11 30 to 2 30 tickets are available online you can dm me there will be some available at the door I mean that's if we don't sell out there's only 20 seats so we'll see how that goes but message me anytime anytime make it happen they're 88 dollars and they include castor oil packs, an optional iris analysis. We also have your mind body 
connection, you have your spinal assessment. We have breath work and meditation and womb healing. Like it's just epic. And it's three hours. It's just outside of Moncton. Super easy to get to. Come on and check it out. You can get more details through the website and my online shop. I'll be posting on the Instagram and probably the podcast webpage too, but I'm just so excited. I love working with women and Dr. Cheryl is just so sweet and so intuitive and oh, it's just going to be great. So that is coming up May 27th at the end of the month. Uh, so hi, <laughs> I'm going to welcome myself to the show. I am a trauma-informed women's health and wellness specialist. I am an author, a speaker, an herbalist, an iridologist, a detox and womb wellness resource. I mean, I'm a detox counselor, but I don't, I don't like counseling people. I just like sharing knowledge. I like to be a resource. I'm best known as a womb shamanist, a woman's gatekeeper, and a divine oracle. I am here to serve women, wombs, and children. As a matriarch, I use my magic and my gifts to sustain and encourage healing of matriarchs all over the world. I am a womb circle and alchemist mage. I've been gifted boon and blood medicine. I am the definition of woman-centered care, and I facilitate women-only events. I support women with prenatal, pregnancy, birth, detox, abdominal organ health, abortions, conceptions, sexual trauma and abuse, sexual relationships and experiences, fertility, infertility, period, and hormone support. Basically, if you have a womb, I've got you. <laughs> and when I'm not hosting this awesome podcast and sharing about divinity, the sacred feminine, and alchemy for the body, mind, and soul, I'm in my kitchen whipping up ancestral nourishment or frolicking my herb farm with my many animals, children, and magical husband surrounded by trees. <sighs> you know, every once in a while, I just got to read your own bio because like a list of accomplishments, it really just lays the law for who I am and what I do. So thank you for being here. And thank you for listening. I'm so happy to share these changes that I've been going through. It's uh, it's pretty cool. So those of you who are in my circle, perhaps you know, especially if you see me in person, it's probably pretty obvious, but uh, I, I am pregnant and I'm so happy to be pregnant. My goodness, holy moly, especially after a roller coaster of a loss in November on uh, All Saints Day, which is pretty interesting. That's like in in Mexico they celebrate. I think it's Death Day. Oh, forgive me. Baby brain is totally a real thing. I am in the second trimester, and I was cloaked for the entire first trimester. So. <laughs> As a psychic, I'm extremely relieved to experience this freedom and to experience the joy of truly not knowing and just being in the flow. I mean, this is my third child, my fourth pregnancy, my fifth pregnancy. Um, I had a miscarriage many, many years ago. I wasn't really living a great lifestyle to sustain a baby in my body. My body knew, but this is my fifth pregnancy. And my child is picking me all the time. And they're so wonderful so far. And I think it's very interesting as, a, as an oracle, as a person with high intuition, 
do have not had a fucking clue. It's amazing. I love it. I'm so stoked for myself. It's just been really nice to not know. And, you know, all the signs were there, <laughs> which I think is so cool. And I'm going to describe them to you now. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear this or not, but my sister is calling. <laughs> I don't know. It shows up on my phone and my, and my laptop. I don't know, we'll see in the recording, but I'm so excited to share that with you because I'm also going to be sharing it with myself and I'll be able to remember all these details are so fresh right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to share what they are. And so all the signs were there. You know, I remember I went to a spa with my friend Jules and we we're chilling in the waters the word pregnancy came in and out of my mouth so fast. I was like, yeah, but I'm not. I don't even remember what we're talking about, but I mentioned pregnancy to her. And I was like, no, but I'm not pregnant. And then I mentioned pregnancy to my husband. Um, maybe in like the first few weeks, I had fish dreams. I always have fish dreams when I'm pregnant. Usually big bodies of water. Um, I'm either like riding fish, hanging on to fish, <laughs> swimming with big fish, or it's like in a big giant Olympic sized pool, like just big, big bodies of water. And I remember this dream. I still remember it to this day and I'd love to share it with you. And it was a dream about me in a really dark water. And I moved from a property that had really crystal clear, fresh water, sweet water across from my dwelling and my yurt. And then we moved to a place with really just darker waters. There's lots of clay, the tide comes in and out every day. So it's just mishmashed around. It's brackish salt water, we're near the ocean. So very different. And I remember grieving, grieving, losing that fresh water, you know? And uh, <laughs> back to my friend, Victoria actually. You're getting so many mentions in this one. I got to tell you. <laughs> she was saying to me, there is such magic in the dark water too. And she really helped patch up my heart with a little Band-Aid because everyone knows the big changes are big changes, right? I will always be so grateful to that beautiful Georgian Bay and everything it did for me and my family and just love the connection I have to to water and trees and still surrounded by water and trees it's just different and the magic in the darkness of that water is totally true because in my dream instead of the water feeling and symbolizing something you know like dark and weird it was very like magical I didn't know what kind of fish I was like holding on to its fin excuse me it was very large it was freaking huge big ass fish and it was just swimming around me and I was holding onto his fin and it was carrying me around and I was just enjoying the swim with these fish so much and what I think is so interesting now looking back is that it also showed me I'm not gonna know because the rest of my fish and swimming dreams literally only happened when I was pregnant but all of those had very clear water the other two children I had, I knew immediately when I had conceived, when their spirit had entered my body. And it was just like a, a psychic, there's nothing hidden from me. The whole time I knew their genders, I knew their names. 
who was coming through, how they wanted to be represented and, and, you know, um, spoken of. And this child completely darked, darked, like completely cloaked and in, I'm in the dark and I have no idea, <laughs> especially because I know I'm having another girl and I know I'm having another boy, but after my loss, for those of you who know the spirit that came, she didn't actually fully enter my body, which was a really interesting experience. And my body workers and my shamans that I work with about this, surrounding this experience and my support and my sisterhood, the baby was never really in me yet. It was for the experience of me working with plant medicine. And it was very, very humbling and very, very much a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> but um, so that was a female spirit. And now because of that experience, I have no idea. I have no idea if the boy is coming next or the girl is coming next. So I'm not only cloaked from the actual conception, I'm also cloaked from their gender. And it's so wild to just be free and enjoy this sovereign pregnancy without, without any expectations or anything it's just me and my baby and I feel so so good <laughs> so the fish dream was one of the signs and then I also remember really craving sauerkraut and pickles and just going for it I'm like my mouth is even salivating now <laughs> mm, electrolytes fermented foods got, got microbiome mm. <laughs> I remember telling myself, like, man, maybe I'm pregnant. Like, no, I'm not pregnant. My husband and I consciously conceive, you know? There's no way. There's no way. This baby was supposed to come. <laughs> it's supposed to come. We had no, nothing to do with it. We just released our previous expectation from November. And we said, let's get through this year and work on our businesses. And then the children will be older and we will, we will consciously conceive them. The universe will let us know when we're ready. Boom. There's the caveat. There's the like loophole. The universe is like, oh, I get to decide when you're ready. Cool. <laughs> so here I am. Oh man. Also, I was so tired for the first, like from January until March. So tired. I was going to bed with the children at like 6.37 and sleeping all night long. Like I would wake up the next day. <laughs> just exhausted and the house was falling behind and I was like man maybe I'm just depressed it's winter like it's so unlike me to be depressed I've really figured out those things in my life and how to best support myself and my my mind and it's like well maybe that's just what this is and you know okay, it's the end of winter, we're almost there. And then the other sign, my husband pointed out, he's like, oh yeah, you were kind of pukey in February. And I was like, was I? That was just the flu, you know? And so every single experience was absolutely divinely protected so that I could just ease off of myself, have a chill pregnancy, excuse me, have a relaxed experience of just being me just being a human I don't have to know more than what I already know 
So how did I find out? Oh, so fun. So it was one of those nights and I went to sleep at 6.30. So this time I woke up at like two in the morning. My whole family, we co-sleep and they're all sleeping. And I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom, have a moment by myself. So I went to the bathroom and I started thinking about, oh yeah, I didn't tell you guys. I started thinking about this enema I did because I do enema detox protocol and um, I had things were feeling pretty heavy on my womb, you know, it'd be harder. It was harder for me to hold my bladder. Like there was just like this heaviness and like, I don't know, maybe I ate too much gluten or something or cheese or I don't know, like things that my body is just not interested in right now. So I did an enema, but that didn't change. I was like, there's still this ball. It's heavy. Oh, what's happening here? Guys, for a woman who does this type of work, it is such a nice experience to have. Truly, it's so humbling and it's so, so nice to just be able to relate to women who have no idea that they're pregnant. I never understood, uh, you know, like women all of a sudden they just go to the bathroom and they have a baby. I'm like, how do you not know? How do you not know you're pregnant? Okay, fast forward <laughs> to my life because. I have two small children, three and under, and I'm running a farm and a homestead and a couple of businesses and a podcast and <laughs> I'm seeing clients in person and I cook from scratch. As I mentioned, just laundry and dish anyways, right? Holy guacamole. You just sometimes are just living life in the fast lane. I... Luckily, I have a mindfulness practice every day, right? But still, there's a lot of tethers and things that I'm creating right now. And so I already set my intention, not until the businesses are set, but maybe the universe already knows this. Like, it's just so cool. So cool. So yeah, I wake up, it's like two in the morning. I'm going to go have a moment for myself. This ball had not been fixed by my enema, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give myself an abdominal massage treatment. This always helps my clients. Maybe my uterus is in the wrong position. Maybe, you know, something just needs support. So I lay down and start palpating my belly, giving myself a loving abdominal massage. And then I feel it. I feel it. This is a bum. This is totally a bum. This is totally a back. Sasha, come on, just make sure it's your pregnant. Just start crying with joy. <laughs> I just had that moment to myself and my next child. We just held one another and there was a full recognition. It didn't want to be known by anybody else yet. It just wanted me. It just wanted to be with me. And I'm a Manny Jenny, so I'm like, I want to do this. I want to ask. I want to tell. I want to do it. Did it, did it, did it, did I went into my Power of Surrender Oracle deck, and the card I pulled was Surrender to Non-Action. <laughs> 
it hard to not tell my husband, to not tell anybody. And I tried, I tried to defy the card and something always happened. Like a child would interrupt. I was just about to open my mouth or like just something, something would always happen. And it was again, cloaked for me to have my experience with this child who really just doesn't want the spotlight. It's been, excuse me, so, so nice. So nice. Oh my gosh, you guys, the other thing, and like maybe I'm giving too much information, but the woman's body is so incredible. Now I'm understanding my signs of pregnancy. Here's the other thing. In January, like end of January, I started to become so gassy, so gassy. And like, I'm not really a gassy person, but when I'm pregnant, <laughs> guys, you know, like, you know, I'm pregnant because of the smell of my toots. And you guys, I'm telling you, even my son now, he just like tooty pregnant lady. <laughs> I know my son, he's just hilarious. But I'm just also sharing that because the signs are so personal for each woman. And those were my signs, you know, and now I'm going to know because I'm not really a gassy person. And then if my tooth start to smell like that again, I'm going to know I'm pregnant. There's just, there's no way, like, this is such a gift to have this entire cloaked experience because like all the information is going to be there for the next one. Like the, I, there's who knows, but I really feel like I'm getting to know myself so much more by not have having, but not by not having any of this previous information of my conception. It really feels like a fucking immaculate conception at this point. Like both my husband and I are like, how? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Yes, there's sperm in pre-cum. Yes, he was pulling out. <laughs> Still though, like the body wants what the body wants. The heart wants what the heart wants. And your womb wants what she wants. Like there's, when you are a divine creative portal, you are just surrendered <laughs> to what you're here to do. So I had to enjoy a whole day without sharing to my husband. And it was such a beautiful practice of me enjoying myself and me enjoying this cloak and me just being totally present with myself and this child. Mm. You know, and how beautiful that this baby wanted me to find them when they knew everybody would be asleep. You know, the experience was so divinely led I'm so humbled to be chosen as a guardian again. I've been really focusing on my nutrition. We eat very, very well. Whole foods, mostly organic, if not organic. It's definitely not sprayed. And very, very little chemicals are in our lives in general. And um, our meat's all from a friend who grows food. It's just... We eat really well, but now I've been focusing more on the nutrition that a woman requires in the second trimester. So now I'm building the blood and the brains. And did you know that the baby literally siphons your brain cells when <laughs> they're building their brain? So hence baby brain of pregnant women is a thing. You're much more forgetful. And 
it does take the output of a triathlon every single day. We don't realize it because just living your life. But hey, no wonder I went to sleep at six thirty every night. Now I have a little bit more energy. I'm in that second trimester goddess mode. So, but holy moly, holy moly, what a ride! I've been taking raw liver, topping it up. At the beginning, it was kind of like. Oh, the flavor lasted, but now I've been doing it so often. It's, it's quite enjoyable. And my husband can't really keep up. He's like, don't cut up that much for me. <laughs> like you can do it. He has a hard time swallowing things. I'm just like taking back, I think like three or four tablespoons at a time. Um, yeah, maybe a quarter cup. I just, I only do it once or twice a week. It feels really good. And I also want to share that I think because of the liver, I haven't been experiencing constipation. So some people take their liver, chop it up and freeze it or take it while it's frozen and chop it. So it's easier to cut in small pieces and shoot it back with juice or just water. Um, but I'll tell you that I just went back with a glass of water. It's raw, it's wet, it's bloody. And I haven't had any issues with constipation. In fact, I'm going about three or four times a day, which is more than, more than I would go when I was not pregnant. So it's very interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. And I'm also doing some salt shots. So putting some salt on my finger, drinking that back and putting the salt in my water bottles just for remineralization, electrolytes, that kind of thing. It really helps with blood pressure. Yeah, keeping that on on, uh, on point. We're eating lots of eggs from our chickens. Lots of eggs from the chickens. Yummy beef. Some steaks here and there. Eating some chicken and turkey. Doing smoothies where I feel like I need it. Oh, that's how some women take it. They put the liver in their smoothies. I've been making liver popsicles for my children. They love it. They love it. Um... Yeah, liver is just such a good superfood. So good. I've been feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. Really happy. My libido last month was crazy. So good. Such a nice time to be intimate and surrender to pleasure and watch my beautiful beautiful belly grow mm, here's a here's the last point that I'd love to share so from January to March I was also starting to feel discouraged because I was out of well postpartum is quite a long time but it's kind of out of that one year mark and my body had started to lean out you know it wasn't holding on to reserves as much etc I thought I was getting fat. I didn't, again, I didn't realize I was pregnant. I was like, what is happening? Why will my clothes fit? I was getting really discouraged because I felt like everywhere was leaning out except my belly. I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> I'm laughing along with you, right? Because all of these things are so bloody obvious, but it's been so good. And uh, as soon as like, I took those two days, three days to just be with myself and the information. And then I finally told my husband, 
and he is so happy so thrilled and totally like well we did tell the universe we'll be ready when we're ready <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> then like a couple days later after we had really like integrated into our life and our conversations and our understandings between one another that there's another soul coming through we start making preparatory you know, financial and food decisions and um, resource decisions and just talking deeper about the birth, my belly popped. I was like, that's the other thing. Like when I, I know for those of you who've had multiple children, but the first one you kind of like don't really notice quickly. But the second, it's like, as soon as you're pregnant, your body's just like, oh yeah, we've been there. Boom, makes a space. But this one, there was no space. I did not allow the space. And I remember going to an ecstatic dance event and the baby was just like, please don't ever wear tight pants again. And I hadn't told anybody at this point. I was like, okay, I will not be wearing tight pants anymore. Sorry. <laughs> and then it just exploded. And today I saw one of my clients and we were talking about my rabbits are pregnant. My cats are pregnant. Chicks are in the incubator. I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm pregnant. She's like, I see that. <laughs> it's been so fun. It's been so fun because I had no idea. And it's kind of been like a psychological trip too, because I almost like quote unquote lost a few months to the, you know, the understanding and then the psychological aspect of preparedness, there's a very different experience this time around. It almost feels like a shorter pregnancy because I'm just very efficient. My husband says, it's your efficiency coming through, babe. It's just a very quick, efficient pregnancy. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be 10 months because I can kind of figure where it is. And I was asking my my birth companion friends and colleagues just kind of like, so what's your favorite non-medical way to, you know, quote unquote, confirm a pregnancy? <laughs> I was like, remind me the palpation uh, uh, measurements again. So for those of you who know, you can palpate a belly and this skill has been severely lost upon midwives and OBs. It's just an art. You don't need an ultrasound, which not to mind, not to mention is very, very, there's a dark side to it. The technology was created to move atomic structures. So just leave you with that information. Um, there's actually an epic, epic PDF um, by, let me find it for you because it's worth it. Janice Barcello. J-E-A-N-I-C-E-B-A-R-C-E-L-O called The Dark Side of Prenatal Ultrasound and the Dangers of Non-Ionizing Radiation. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that, but palpation is such a helpful tool. It is a lost art and Billy Harrigan taught me some for my second pregnancy and I just really learned on myself and then I was able to palpate a good friend and um yeah it's pretty easy like you can tell where there's a bum and where there's a head and if it's a back there's a longer harder piece and as a baby grows you can kind of understand where the head is you can find the neck and understand the baby's position and 
is a really helpful tool in understanding the woman's body and where the baby is. It's really awesome. You don't actually need ultrasound. It really takes the magic away and not to mention it's pretty fucking dangerous. So I'm good. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I'm palpating and you can recognize through fundal height how many weeks you are. So you actually don't even really need a pregnancy test, which is really cool. You can look at your fundal height and match it to about, you know, the inches or what have you. And then you can kind of see um, how pregnant you are. So I did, yeah, I'm gonna try and find that for you guys to share too, because it's so, so helpful. It's so helpful. Um, Give me one hot second. So at about 12 weeks, the uterus can be felt above the pelvic brim. About 16 weeks, it's halfway to the navel. At 20 weeks, it's about at the navel level. And then it's about one centimeter per week after that until it's close to 40 weeks. And then it might drop a few centimeters. So again, I'll read, I'll read that out to you because it's really helpful. And in case you're pregnant and you want to palpate yourself and postpone your ultrasound until further notice. It's at about 12 weeks, the uterus is felt just above the pelvic brim. And then at 16 weeks, it's halfway to the navel. At 20 weeks, it's at about at a navel level. And then it's about one centimeter per week after that. And then when it's close to 40 weeks, it might drop a few centimeters. Well, baby drops, right? It's getting ready. So I did that. And when I had checked myself at that two o'clock in the morning, solo ghost session, just me, <laughs> me and the witch an hour, I was about halfway to my navel. I was about, I was about 16 weeks. So there's no doubt that now I'm pretty much halfway there. <laughs> and I've only had a month of knowing and it's been so lovely. It's been so lovely. And it's been an honor to share this with you. Thank you for being here. If you have any stories like this, oh, I'd love, I'd love for you to come on the podcast. And I love talking about all things sacred feminine, divine feminine. So please, please, if you want to come and share, love to. Mostly people just email me and I'm like, okay, sure, let's do it. So email me, send me a DM. I'd love to have you on if you're a magical, wonderful woman, which if you're listening, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that you are. Everything aligns like that. So really, really looking forward to seeing you, hearing from you, being in touch with you, all of you. I just can't believe it. I just can't believe all of you listen to my podcast. It's so amazing. I love you so much. Thank you for your time and energy. We'll get a photo shoot done soon and share my beautiful belly. <laughs> All right, goddesses, I love you. Thank you for being here. And to all of the listeners, which I'm literally just talking to, I'm so used to saying the same things, and to all of our beautiful listeners, thank you for your time and energy. I'm so happy that you've chosen to spend that time with me and my story and my business. And I just love you all so much. Mm, I can't wait to share more on my journey of this sovereign experience of pregnancy out of the system. Mm.
I love you. I love you all. I should go. I could just keep fawning over how much I love my listeners. <laughs> okay. Have a wonderful day, night, evening, afternoon, wherever you are. And until next time. Rise, priestess, rise.